So boomers could have bought houses at the age of ten. That's that's pretty much what they're saying. That's right. They could have bought. Their, they could have. They fought in the Vietnam War. They got the GI Bill. <laughs> at ten. That's how horrible. <laughs> at ten years it was old, and they, yeah. you know, they got free college. Let's just put more myths out there so that people hate boomers more. They, they, people just gave them a car. No, they you know what, up. though? Here's a car. After what? college, after you got a bachelor's degree, you could, you could then afford a house. You could have afforded... Yes. Back then, you had a living wage. You could have afforded... A, just barely afforded a house mm-hmm. working at a gas station. Oh, well, I mean, in the 1960s, prior to the 1970s and the conversion of our money, um, a milkman, and this is true, a milkman could afford a house, two cars. And to fuck and about, many, many women, <laughs> leaving horror. And about, about three kids, right. But, I mean, it was affordable. 13 you could kids. Have a, you could have a vacation, not 13. Fuck it. I would go batty. Could you imagine? Who said he was taking care Jesus. of all of them? He just cucked a few. <laughs> fuck, cucked a few ladies, just you know. Chucked them into the yard. Yeet. He yeeted them. <laughs> you you know the deal. Older kids raise the younger kids. You don't know what yeeting is. I do, and I'm in touch. I swear. I don't. I don't. I don't know what yeeting is. Is it's, that a new term? Yeah, it's basically throwing throwing stuff. You threw you you oh, yeet. You yeet it? When you yeet something, you throw it in such a way that is to not give a shit. Is pretty much what it is. Oh okay. Yeah, you yeet. Oh, I'll start. I'll start using it now and make myself even seem older than I am. Hey, I was saying it at the terms. concert the other day. <laughs> I was that, were you really? Yeah, me and me and uh, me and Joe were were saying that we were going to yeet Maggie into the into the crowd so she could crowd surf, and she was not. She, she was like, "No," I'm well, like, "We got this close." What was so uh, for the audience? He recently took his daughter to a uh, a metal concert, to a uh, yeah. well kind concert. Of. Yeah, this is their second concert together, though. Yeah. What was the average age at the concert? Oh, oh no, 20s, definitely. 20s. Did you feel old? Uh, no, because there were guys walking around with... All right, all right. So, check New Balance shoes. Check uh-huh. uh, uh, cargo shorts. Check <laughs> some some shirt for some obscure thing that nobody knows what it is. Like Grand uh, Rapids, Michigan or something like that. You know, it was really a fishing hat, a, a fishing when hat, I was a of teenager. course, and glasses. And you're asked, you're still asking me, and I'm not done. Okay, salt and pepper then. beard and glasses oh. as thick as Stephen King's. Super dads. Yeah, and they were just standing there, and I was like, "No way!" I jumped when the fucking singer said "jump," and I put my hands up when they said "put the hands up." Because I don't have no gray hairs here. I'm not old. My back didn't get <laughs> tired by 9 o'clock, and I was telling my, my little my little person that I needed to fucking leave, and she was like, no, we're not leaving until the end. Now, you shave down there. You're a, you're a shavy boy. Uh, well, I trim. I, I definitely shave. Oh, you trim. I shave okay. the balls, and I leave the, uh, what do you call that, That the triangle above. The, the triangle. The triangle. Yeah. And I sh- The arrow pointing to your junk. Well, not an arrow. More like a cone. A, a okay. cone with the tip cut off. I don't know. <laughs> okay, because I thought you were shaving yourself nude down there. Oh, no, no, no. I don't want to look like a fucking 10-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> That's just weird. It's like I go and I, I go and start masturbating in the shower or something, and I look down and there's no pubes. I'd be like, "What am I masturbating to?" There's got to be something but has, wrong to me. But has there been a gray down there? A gray pubes? No, I have no gray pubes yet. You yet. don't. You don't have gray pubes yet. I know you don't. No. 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 You know. But then I'm as bald as a billiard ball. You do. No, I'm not. You do not. <laughs> I trim. I trim. Uh, yeah. You know where my gray hairs are? Yeah. I think I've said this on the podcast before. Oh, my They're ass. My chest hair. Oh. <laughs> They're in. <laughs> yeah, because that's. Not <laughs> time to squat over the mirror just to check things out. Oh, nope, I'm still young. You know, I've Hooray. never done that to shave my ass. 
ass when I have shaved my ass. Like I sometimes I just I just I'm just like, eh, why not? And I shave my whole legs and ass. And I've never gone down and been like, okay, because I'm afraid that if I put the mirror under there, not only will I get distracted <laughs> because of how weird it looks. It looks like a fucking goat. <laughs> like, I will I will I will like I will poop on the mirror. And I this it's stupid oh fear, my God. but I'm afraid that I will shit on the mirror. <laughs> just to see. Just to see. <laughs> Just to right. see if this. What I don't ever like. need. Uh, my curiosity stops right around there. I'm not. Uh, I'm no. No. Is it because you disgusted? I, mean, I, mean, or I, like... I got disturbed because I looked. I, I noticed in my chest hair. I'm like, holy shit! And oh, it's man. not like a couple. It's like a lot of them. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, my head hair hasn't gone gray. My ch- a lot of my beard has. Addie can attest to how gray my beard is when I grow it out. You know what, though? You have, like, a distinctive gray. There's, like, one patch is what I see. It's not It's not <laughs> weaved throughout. There's a patch, like, under, right directly mm. underneath your lower lip. And it, it gives Oh, what's it... right here? What you're seeing right here? That's yeah. all blonde for some reason. Oh, is it? Sorry? Oh, okay. So it has color. Okay. I've never had blonde hairs in my beard ever. And uh, just recently, as I was trimming everything back and trying to look like a normal human being, not some bizarre hobo. Um, you know. <laughs> that's, a, that's another band name right there. Bizarre hobo. <laughs> bizarre hobo. <laughs> like there were, there were bands there that had like there was a actually one pretty cool band that I that the only one that I was actually interested was that uh, was uh, from Southern California. They were a band called Moments, and they were they were pretty good. Oh, Moments sounds like a new age band. Um, no, what it was was a mixture. So what people are doing now is taking new metal and mixing it with pop punk. So you have something like, um, you'll have something like In Flames, Screamo mixed with uh, Fall Out Boy. So they don't know any of the bands like you just mentioned. Like, and then and then all of a sudden they're like, <laughs> like I've never been a singer. I'm a guitar. You player. literally named three bands. I have no idea who they are. You've I'm heard of In like, Flames. Okay. I've heard of Fall Out Boy. Of heard course of you have. I do not know if I've heard one of their songs. Oh, yes, you have. We're going no. down, down in an earlier round. And sugar, we're nope. going down, swinging. Nope. You've heard that nope. song. Yes, you have. Thank you. <gasps> oh, my God. He's, he's not wearing his... He's not wearing his, any clothes. Oh, I'm going to pass out. <laughs> he said you made him horny. <laughs> no, it's warm. Okay. It's really warm Intro in music. Here. Intro music. While you drink. Um, no, poor. There's that sound that they play at the theater before every movie because they think it makes you want to drink and all it does is make me want to gag. That sound of <laughs> soda pouring. like Hello everybody and welcome to Let Me Finish Two Men, A Million Stories, No More Rules. <laughs> I'm Jason Harding. Not even an upload schedule. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we have been doing this almost ten years, haven't we? Say your name. Oh, I'm I, almost. What's my name? What's Stop. my name again? What's my name again? You know them. No. Come on. No, I don't. Blink One Eighty Two. Come on. I've heard of them, but I don't listen to their music. Oh, okay. I am Atticus Blake, Hooray! otherwise known as the Sexy One. Yeah, we were talking about our. Decrepitude. I yeah. <laughs> Your decrepitude. I'm not decrepit. Whatever, dude. Now is it decrepit or you decrepit? Haven't... I can't remember. 
I'm pretty sure it's decrepit. You're not. Mm. Let me ask you: When you get up in the morning, do you feel refreshed? Oh, I'm never, never. Or is fully it a rested. series of aches and pains that you have to work out as you start your morning? So as the day goes on, uh, since we sleep in the upper rooms of our of our place, the the heat begins to accumulate. So by the time we try to go to bed. We need to turn mm-hmm. the air conditioner on because, as people know, right. the earth is getting hotter because we're stupid. And um, <laughs> we put we put the air conditioner on, and then overnight, mm-hmm. the, the room becomes freezing. So I'll fall asleep. Right. Uh, lately, I've been sleeping pretty well, but I'll wake up, and I'll be, I don't want to get out of this bed because it's so cold because I sleep in my underwear. <laughs> That's what happens. Like I'll, I, I'm blasted awake at like 7.30 by my alarm. Yeah telling me to get up and start doing shit because there's shit that get I want to do. And then, but I'm like, no, and I turn off the alarm. I always do, and I wake up at like 8.30, 9 o'clock uh, lately. Yeah. Because uh, I switched Another back to... Another long day of responsibilities. Well, I'm only responsible, to, I'm only beholden to the things that I want to do, which is like I like to write in the morning. Right. And write and edit, and the editing is the harder part. Well, that's good. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll see how it goes. I've, I've been denied by like 13 agents so far. That's part of the deal, man. Out of 60, which means that the other ones who don't respond, I'm supposed to edit, query again, and see what happens. Or, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep querying until everybody on Query Tracker has been queried that wants the type of novel that I have. And if all Mm -hmm. of them say no, I'm going to re-edit the second book that I wrote, because that's shorter, and see what happens. And if that doesn't work, well, I'm just going to keep writing until, you know, I die. Because everybody wants... (laughs) This is the thing. This is the thing. I look... I I get... I regularly get ads for books. Books that look pretty good. But everybody and their mother, while they were fucking stuck in in home, went, I'm going to write a a book. book. And then because agents are so, oh, well, I got to make sure that it's short and it's not too much work and it'll make me a ton of money. Oh, uh, you know, I guess what I'll do is I'll just choose this one because it it kind of sounds interesting. Help them work on it and publish that rather than a novel that's a actually good. With more than five hundred thousand. Hey, you shush! If you're talking about Lindsay Ellis, you're wrong. Her book was actually pretty good. I read it. I'm not talking about yeah. Lindsay Ellis. I'm just talking about there are a lot of YouTubers who claim to have written a book, <laughs> and these are usually the ones in the. You can. Just look up the ones that have more than a million subscribers, and all of them have written some sort of dumbass book at some point. Oh, yeah. Because no. that's part of their thing. That's part of their push. Well, I used to like, um, oh, Twinkie Face. What's his name? He doesn't really do much on YouTube anymore. Old Twinkie Face. What's no, <laughs> you're going to make me forget his name because you're talking. That's why. I, oh, I'll stop talking. No, I can't remember his name, so it doesn't matter. He wrote a book about... How hard it was for him to come out. He graduated in the mid-2000s. Oh, yeah, here we How go. How hard it was for him to come out. And and it was so weird putting himself online. He's fucking cute. Sorry, no. Mm-hmm. And okay. how he fell in love and all of that. And I was just like, you know what, Tyler Oakley, fuck you. Okay. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. And you being on the Oprah Book Club list with your difficult life. Fuck you. <laughs> I walk. You walked into dis- a room. Here's the no, thing. no, no. Listen. I'm he not walked, I'm, I'm getting you. angry, and you're stopping me. <laughs> no, that's why I'm stopping. He you. walked into a room. He was cute, and he said stupid shit. And everybody was like, "Oh yes, oh what a brave, brave boy. He's so brave. Growing up in a family that totally accepts him 100. <laughs> percent Shut your fucking mouth." And his book, his book was a New York Times bestseller. Mm-hmm. Do you think he even wrote it? Oh yeah, no, he wrote it because I read. I I. 
I grabbed it off the shelf and I was like, eh, I'll just check it out. And I looked at it and it was like, it was, it was literally like it was written in text format. And it's full of okay. pictures, as in LOL, oh. BRV, like Ew. the whole book is like that. I, I'll read it someday, whatever. It might actually be really good, but uh, the parts that I skimmed through were my difficult life and my yeah. my awesome, my awesome tw- 20 million subscribers. Shut your fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know, I, I'm not, I can't, I can't, I, okay, it's the fallacy of relative privation. But you know what? I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll here. Let me let me interject. What? As someone who has known a lot of gay people, back in a day when this type of openness about your sexuality wasn't exactly accepted by the popular media, right. the gay people had to fight to be treated like people. So it's been right? even they worse since I grew up. Like so blah, blah, blah. yeah, but I know not everybody and, grows and, up religious and, though. Yeah, and it's not the same for everybody. I am sure that there are gay people living in communities right now that are going to have a really hard time because potentially they could lose everything, right? Lose their family, lose their friends, lose the church they like to go to. You know, there's a lot of stuff on the line right now. I'm not saying it's the same for everybody. Okay, but so what you're saying is there are people who have it worse than Tyler Oakley. Who That's should exactly what I'm who saying. should be published if they write a book? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my point. That is my yeah. that is my hundred percent point. And I am one of those people. <laughs> mm. Don't give me that, <laughs> douchebag. You've read my stories. <laughs> I have. I know. You know what I'll you. say? As soon as it, as soon as the uh, actually, you know what? As soon as the other, if if all the uh, queries get rejected, I'm going to send them the book that I self-published and see if that one does any better because it's short. Okay. Yeah. It's short. It's only 300 pages, and it and it's it's easier. It's from an LBGTQ perspective. So yeah, well, I guess I'm yeah. going to have to hop on the genre train just to be able to get published. Well, I mean, you did write it. You did have something you wanted to say. It's not like you're jumping on the genre train. You just happen to no, have no, no. something that fits that genre. No, no, no. It's what people want to read right now. Is it really? Hmm. Oh, my God. Nearly. So when I go onto a, a website like Query Tracker, there's a list uh-huh. of what each each uh, agent wants. And if it doesn't say either fantasy, science fiction, or LBGTQ, I will not. I will not send them a query. However, right. if it only says LBGTQ, I won't send them a query either. It has to say LBGT with one of the other things because that's what okay. that's what the story is, right? Right. Right. But almost all people want multiracial, LBGTQ, okay. women's lit, and okay. and so basically what they want is what can I do to make money off of the oppressed? <laughs> I'm not kidding either. I know it sounds cynical, I mean, but it's it absolutely does true. Fit those parameters. And right? then I go on their website, and the person that I'm looking at is usually a upper middle class white woman who has probably never tasted any shame her entire life. She's a woman. Well, I, I'll, I'll give her that. I'll give her that. But yeah, you know what? You know what comes out of the sex hole that I like to have sex with? Poop. Shut up. <laughs> No, 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 I'm being too hard. No, I do get that. But this but the thing is, if it's yeah. it so I'll look at it and it's a white woman who wants who wants an oppressed black story, I literally mm-hmm. just say, Fuck you. I don't wanna hear you say, Oh yes, I'm doing it because I wanna help the African American community. No, you don't. No, you don't. You wanna make money. You wanna make money. You wanna publish a story that makes me money. Yeah. Say that. Say I want <laughs> So 
some of them this some is of the, trending yeah. i want to make money some of yeah. the query forms that i fill out actually ask if you are writing about an oppressed class why are you including them in their in your story and then i write i am a gay man writing about gay boys there we go uh-huh. so you don't get me on that one ha 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 i don't put that but <laughs> like they they put put the ha ha's in there actually <laughs> Why are you the person to write about African-American people? You know what? Because I actually mm-hmm. give a shit, there are rarely, if ever, uh, any other racial characters in the story unless they're... Unless... It seems presumptive, doesn't it? Yeah. If you wanted to include that character, it feels presumptive, which is weird because like, let's just take... Uh, let's use Stephen King as an example. Oh. He writes black characters into his stories. And they're always right? magical. Mm, not always, you know that. No, the, the, always. The most Steve. famous ones are. Okay. Did I say the Steve? Famous... I said Steve this time. <laughs> Way to go. Thank you. See, it goes both ways. Uh, oh, you know what I need to do real quick? I need to go turn on the AC. Oh, okay, you go do so that. Fucking, I can hear you. Don't even. Oh, thank God. You can see the stink coming off him. It's so hot in there. Probably smells like boiled ham. It's a tiny room. He's got to crank that thing way up. I mean, if we could do smell, oh, podcast, is that a possibility? Smell a vision. Smell a vision. There you go. Right. I'm glad you can hear what I'm saying while you're gone. It's a big room. This is the. This is actually the biggest room in the in the apartment. Uh huh. Of course, right now my daughter has decided to vacuum upstairs. <clears throat> yeah. Well, it's, now it's I not super loud. because it's so bad. I need to turn a fan on behind me, so that's going to show up on the microphone. Great. I can't hear it. No, it'll, it'll be fine. this it'll microphone be fine. will pick it up. I have a fun, I have a fan on right now, blowing on me. So Your microphone has always been awesome. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Mine? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I've had it since. Remember when we first started podcasting? I'd have that gross headset. No. Yeah. You. I had a headset too. Remember? Mm-hmm. I did. It was a Turtle Beach we... a gaming headset. <laughs> Although it, Mine it was did up for actually like telemarketers have a, or something. It had a good <laughs> rich sound to it though but it died did it remember i actually remember it started to fall apart and i was like taping it together during the podcast (laughs) i was like hold on a second you i was like splicing wires together (laughs) oh god oh no we will be doing 10 years in 2024 that will be 10 years we start in 2013 i'm pretty sure of it we didn't i can i can go to the site right now and i can tell you the day that our first podcast landed no okay. do you want me to all right no i'll do it no i can do it i'll believe you mr i track i could track these things oh, you know me. jesus i'm barbecuing ribs today you're <laughs> oh man <laughs> that reminds me i was at uh i was at work the other day right and we had this uh mm-hmm. uh person who is um who is very confused as a result of, uh, you know, old age. And um, they we had a dif- very difficult time getting them to eat. And then just the other day, mm-hmm. um, I I brought them some food, and it was a, mm-hmm. a ham and cheese sandwich on wheat bread, white, white bread. Okay. And they said, I don't eat this. And I was like, why? Why don't you eat this? And they said, because I'm Jewish. Oh. And I was like, nobody asked you if you were Jewish or if you could eat or not eat. Certain. Nobody asked you what you... Well, it said... Well, the funny thing was it said right on the, the list of allergies or dislikes, it said it said white bread, first of all. Second of all, it's a... It, first of all, it's meat on cheese on white bread. <laughs> it's a... It's a it, you're not supposed to put meat and cheese together with kosher. And it was ham, but it was leavened bread. <laughs> and uh. I was... 
I grabbed the sandwich and I'm like, I'm gonna get you whatever you like right now. And I got I got mm-hmm. them some grilled cheeses, which is what they wanted. And I went to the nurse and I was like, Did you know that so and so was Jewish? And they're like, No. I'm like, <laughs> apparently, were you, ever, were you ever gonna <laughs> a- ask? Find out? Like, maybe. Find out? Maybe. <laughs> Well, apparently the 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 well the nurse that I told she she had only just started so she wouldn't have done the intake anyway. But the the other nurse, like I'm like, you would think religious practices would be one of the first things they ask a person about when they're staying with us because it could be weeks mm-hmm. or even months at a time. Or so they might even end up living with us. <laughs> like you don't. Yeah, you know what we'll do. Let's do the worst thing that we can possibly do for a person who eats kosher. Let's slap mm-hmm. not only pig and cheese, but we'll put them together <laughs> on leavened bread. I'm not even Jewish, and I know that that means... You know what? It was because I went to Clark, too. And mm-hmm. there's a huge this huge Jewish community there. Um, and one of the things I used to like to do was ask... Um, there were people who... If so, Clark was pretty good about helping people eat if they couldn't eat. So you couldn't just walk in and ask for free food. Um, <clears throat> but you, what you could do was ask a person who did have a have meal have a meal card. You could ask them, "Hey, do you have any free meals today?" And not only will they be able to get to eat, but you get to eat. They have they have, they give them like three a week to help other people eat. And um, most of the kids that were able to that were able to help me were Jewish. They would be, I'd be literally like have a pile of like fucking bacon and eggs and cheese and shit. <laughs> and I, I was just I you know I actually had taken several I took several theology classes and one of them included um, Judaism a really a really good one on on the um, the history of the Jews. But I was still yeah. like I was still like well yeah but I mean what's gonna so like I I was raised in a in a in a church that told you. Uh, if you did bad things, God would be mad at you. <laughs> oh, geez. And to them, they're like, "No, that it doesn't work that way anymore." And I'm like, "Well, then why why still do the meat and cheese thing?" And they're like, "Eh, tradition." And then they smile at me, <laughs> thinking I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, "Are are you are you kidding me with this? I'm a gay man. <sighs> I, I know I went tradition, tradition, dun 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 dun." What are you looking at? I can't. I'm trying to find the stats for our very first podcast. Well, if you look at the the pot the 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 app, it doesn't tell you. Yeah, I know. It used to. No, it doesn't tell you. But actually, it's uh, 2015. I think sometime in 2015. I think no fucking August. way. You and I have been talking since 2013, though. No, well, yeah, we've known each other for that long. Yeah. The first upload. Ha- no, no. I feel like maybe we. It was. It can't be. It can't be because it was. I'm trying to find we the started, date. Okay. We started um, podcasting before I started going to Clark in in uh, 2014. So it had to have been before that. I want a date and it won't give it to me. Swipe right. Sorry. What it will say is that it was uploaded seven years ago. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it can't be 2015. That's 2014. Either way, we'll have to do this for another (laughs) three years before you can be like, fuck you. (sighs) Uh, Jason, tell tell me a story. I don't have any stories, man. You don't have a story? Not any stories that I haven't already said on this podcast. No way. You always come out with new ones. <laughs> Things have to happen, and it's COVID. Uh-huh. So and it's yet, like... for some reason, uh, you want me... Like, you don't want me to read anything, either. Okay, so today... Right. Today... Today, I pooped I on was, a mirror. <laughs> I, I was 
because I'm the dad, um, are you? I was sent on a multi-stage mission to drop off my son at work, and then specifically to pick up peanuts in the shell mm-hmm. and Slurpees. Right? Why? That was it. Peanuts in the shell and Slurpees from Seven Eleven. But why? Right? Why, God? Why? Well, someone, someone wanted peanuts. I was going out, and hey, why not a Slurpee? And I'm like, fine. So I need to pick some stuff out at the store. I go to the grocery store. I pick up some peanuts and some other stuff I need to cook dinner. And uh, then I go to our local 7-Eleven, which is not great. It's like is it, small, dirty. Is, it, is the linoleum so worn that no matter how many times they scrub it, it just looks like they're shuffling mm. dirt into the corner? Yeah, it's <laughs> like, just dirt. It's just worn through the cement block into the dirt. Like a good old... You know what, Jason? I'm sorry. I find that kind of quaint because that's the kind of story you'll find in in northern Maine. You drive, you just drive for 30 miles and there's nothing and all of a sudden it says convenience store on a sign that's all rusty and then you're uh-huh. like, is this place open or what? And then you, they well, have some sh- and then you go inside and there's a dirt floor but all the conveniences is there. There's even a machine with a, with a, with a fountain soda <laughs> and like, there's some homemade sandwiches under some uh, no 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 shrink wrap no 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 no, no. they okay. would make the subs there it's like it's, it's a whole deli too yeah there's a uh, hey out of town huh? <laughs> yeah well this is this is just dirty i once did you put some dirt in the slurpees just for getting sent out bought, there <laughs> bought something from the freezer section and it was so freezer burned that it was inedible and i'm like jesus christ but i mean i'm just getting slurpees i go in there so they want cherry and Coke mixed, naturally. Right. That's the natural combo. Neither one of them have anything in them. They're both blinky red lights, and they don't have any cups. They don't have any slurpy lids. They don't have any straws. And I'm like, fuck it. I'll just go to the next 7-Eleven. So I drive to the next 7-Eleven where they have the cherry and the Coke, but they also have no fucking cups or lids. So what do you do? Do you, do you pay and then put your mouth under the spout like, like oh, Polly Shore? See, that's what I thought. I thought, maybe, okay, maybe their way of controlling people stealing is to go up to the front counter and just, you know, <laughs> have to buy it first and then they give you the cup and the lid and the straw. No, they just don't have any. Oh. Right? That and everything in that entire Fill area your t shirt with it. Take <laughs> <laughs> off your pants and tie right off t-shirt. one of the legs. <laughs> Sprint home as quickly as you can. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> in, in ninety degree weather too. <laughs> All I had was a colostomy bag. I'm going to fill it, and then I'm going to hopefully get it <laughs> You know how... Okay. More recently, I have probably seen eight or nine patients with colostomies. Now, that that isn't no. always permanent either. No. So, uh, well, the reason that norm- most of the time it ends up being permanent is because if they move it back where it goes, connecting it to where the anus comes out. Problem is incontinence yes. one and two because the cancer could return because usually that's why they they do that mm. they'll get some some cancer down there and then they'll be like oh guess what you poop out of your stomach it's actually a let me see an, a, what they call it inguinal comes out the side kind of got to point it a certain way gross when you say gross but there is actually a community of gay men who like guys with colostomies you know why right. <sighs> Not because they want to no, fuck them in the I'm colostomy. Sure me. Not because they want to fuck them in the colostomy, but because there is still a length of anus there that they can fuck, and no matter how much they fuck, no poop will come out. 
Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Hooray! Yeah, but I I don't know. It, like, so what I haven't seen with a, a many I I'm technically I'm not supposed to change colostomies, but the nurses have trained me how just to save time, mm-hmm. right? Is I've never seen one where they put that. Well, so it's like a, a piece of sticky tape that goes around it with a base on it that you snap mm-hmm. you like snap like a cap a bag onto it, a plastic bag that you will change or either mm-hmm. wash out and reuse. What I've never right. seen is what a cap that just covers it to keep the poop in so that during activities, right? Yes. You would or any activities really, you would think that you could just cap it off like, you know, and just keep right. the poop in and then be like lean over the toilet right. and like but there's none of that. Uh, none of that. You're not supposed to block it off. You're supposed to just let it flow freely. Just let it go. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> Anyway, back to my Slurpee story. We're the, <laughs> we should go film that colostomy when this Yeah, <laughs> you're the one that you can't say something disgusting like that and expect me not. Yeah, you know what? I you keep thinking, and I swear, after all these years, you still think I'm going to be like, oh, that's gross. And instead, I'm like, no, 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 colostomies are tasty. I've, I drink, never, I drink my no. soda from a colostomy all the time. We're <laughs> we're deep in. We're, I don't think in too deep. There's no taboo. That's what he for you, said. Really. <laughs> well. Yeah, no. Yeah, there were a couple, but nah. So I finally get to a 7-Eleven that is fully stocked and relatively clean. (laughs) The dirty one would have been fine. Come on. Well, I mean, everything is like, you know, everything, uh, the last two, everything was sticky like a toddler, right? There's nothing (laughs) worse than picking up a fucking, picking up a toddler and they're sticky. Their hands are sticky. Their face is sticky. Their clothes are sticky. You know, they've gotten into something that's going to. It's adorable, though. (laughs) Right, exactly. It's like, oh, your baby apparently has been eating honey all morning. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Jason, you know by now that sugar does not make kids hot. It's caffeine. No. I know. I know. I know. Okay. All right. Well, I'll keep going. But, you know, when kids get old, when they're, especially when they're at the height of stickiness, they have to grab everything, like your sunglasses. Yeah. They're like, oh, sunglasses. And they, they destroy your sunglasses. Here's fun things about kids. One, they don't give a shit about your hair. If it's something they want to pull and their hands are sticky, they'll only get upset when the, your hair is stuck to their hand. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll start to cry. By that point, they've pulled out clumps of your hair because they don't have the concept that you are a living person with feelings yet. Uh, two, if you have anything that you want to keep clean, they will, they will, they will just put their grubby sticks. You are why we can't have it. nice things. <laughs> and if you don't want sunglasses anymore, let a two-year-old have them, because the first thing they do is try to twist them. I've seen it a thousand times. They get it in one hand, and the first thing they want to do is twist it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I think it's an instinct. I had, I, well, not the same, but still, kids don't care about shit. There was this one time where uh, Maggie was really, really sick. She was probably six months old. She's she was just a snot fucking machine. I just just cleaned up her whole face of snot and all that kind of stuff. And I went to give her a yeah. little kiss on the nose, and she sneezed in my mouth, <laughs> like huge, like <laughs> like clumps of snot right into my mouth and I was like, Donna! I'm sick! I'm sick now! I handed her the the baby and I went to the bathroom and I'm like, No, they don't care. Oh my god, there was this one time I picked up up Joe from school and he was maybe six or seven and uh, Uh me and and Donna were just sitting there and I'm like, what smells like shit? Did we get shit on our shoes? And I, even while I'm driving, I just kind of look down to see if it says shit on my shoes and 
Mm-hmm. No shit on her shoes. And then we kind of turn around to Joe and we're like, you got to go to the bathroom? And he's like, no. So we get him home. Get him into <laughs> the, I'm gone. Li- Thanks. Get him into the living room. And then all of a sudden, I look at the back of his jeans and all up and down the back of his jeans is shit. And I'm like, okay, Donna, look. And she goes, oh, no. So we go over and we get him into the, the bathroom and, you know, they do a whole fucking, yeah, we got a naked kid sitting on the toilet. And then while we take his clothes off and throw him, because kids are disgusting. You just fucking throw it. He's just sitting there. And he's like, what, what? And there was poop all over his butt. I think what happened was he took a dump, didn't wipe, and the poop, he pulled up his pants and it went down his pants. And then he sat down with the clump on his pants. Mm-hmm. And it smeared it, it everywhere. And he didn't even, either he didn't notice that he smelled like shit or what. I was just like, okay, this is, all right, this, this is this mm-hmm. is kid life, yeah. Yeah, one time. Oh, wait, so anyway, you got the slushies. Oh, slushies. Yeah. Wait. Okay, so. You could tell me I the one in. time after. Every, everything was clean. The only problem with this 7-Eleven was not with the store, it was with the people. And I, I get up there, and everybody, everybody that is in line at the checkout counter for this 7-Eleven was buying scratchers. Oh, God. Right? I want scratchers. I want scratchers. Give me scratchers. And, you know, I derive a lot of my comedy through observational humor. When I do a character, it's usually based on something that I've seen in real life, right? Mm-hmm. And there was, there was a woman, I don't know, 70? <laughs> Still trying to hit it big, 60, huh? She could be anywhere between 65 <laughs> uh, I've and seen I've seen this probably a thousand times before, but yeah. Five, five foot two. Her, her graying hair is just kind of pushed, you know, pulled back. Not in a ponytail, it's just hanging loose. You know, it's either wet or greasy. You don't have glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shaped like a beach ball, wearing a a blue and white floral print muumu. Oh. Tightly gripped in her hand is a is her purse, which had My Little Ponies on it. And she she steps up to the counter and she goes, "I want five scratchers and a pack of Marlboro Lights." <laughs> Guy behind the counter says, I'm sorry, I don't, I, I would do an accent, but I don't want to be insensitive. What did you say? <laughs> so she says, I want <laughs> five scratches on a pack of marbles. And he finally gets it. She gets her stuff. She, Penguin walks her way out of it. She goes out to, because it was a gas station, 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm where they sold gas, and she go, walks up to this huge 4 by 4 truck. Was it, right? Did it have a lift kit and everything? It had, no, it had a step. That's <laughs> oh, it. That's oh, all right, it had right. was a step. I kind of wanted it to have a giant... Did it have a Trump flag on the back? Uh, no. Aww. I, I uh, purchased my Slurpees, and I get into the car, I put the Slurpees in the drink <clears> holder, <throat> and I'm looking in my rearview mirror to back out of my parking spot, and I'm watching this woman trying desperately to get into a car that is too big for her and i'm like how do you do that every day because it's like one first time could make it up second time could make it up third time could make it up i was now pulling out and driving away and i was still curious if she was going to make it into the truck that she drove there to get the stuff and she didn't i drove off i was like it's a mystery that i'll never know I, she could be still trying to get into the truck at this moment how many hours ago was that Unless some very kind stranger would, would set up, okay, I'm going to push you up by your ass, you're going to get in there. Um, by the time I left, it was like her seventh try to try to eh. swing her eh. other leg eh. into the cab. Right. 
There's a lot. There's a lot of lift kitted trucks out here with Trump, Trump and really? Confederate flags. That nobody, nobody bothers he and I though. Like you know that hmm? no, no one bothers Eric or I. We just, we just, we just live here. But at the, out every other window is Trump 2020, and some of you say 2024. And and big. I live in a weird place where no one displays any sort of loyalty to anybody. <clears throat> and the only time that I ever see Trump anything is usually a truck with fifteen flags sitting in the back um, that are usually more anti-government than they are pro-Trump. Right. Okay. Because I'm at the very edge of the very liberal Bay Area, and if I go much further east, I'm now in the Central Valley, where there's you know whole communities that are far more conservative than what I'm used to growing up. It doesn't bother me, but I mean, every once in a while, we used to go to the Winco, and there was a truck that was constantly parked out there, calling for the governor to be impeached and the entire government to be pulled down, and he had. 19 flags and two of them were confederate flags and he had all these fucking bumper stickers and everything else on his truck and i'm like what are you getting out of this bud uh. do you think you're convinced you're, you're going to convince someone <laughs> with your truck um, yeah with your ridiculous okay truck? i won't tread on you but can you tell me <laughs> what's going on here can i also say that you're dis- disrespecting the american flag by sticking it on a pole in the back of your truck because it's been torn to shreds because you go on the freeway and they just basically get demolished by the wind? No? Okay. And then I know for a fact, because I've never seen the guy and the truck together, but when I go into the Winco, I know for a fact it's the guy who is not wearing a mask, wearing a red, white, and blue t-shirt, and camo pants. I'm like, if this guy goes out into the parking lot and he climbs into a fucking hybrid leaf or whatever it is, <laughs> I would be genuinely surprised. All right. One time, you were saying one what? time about dirty oh, little kids. Okay. Yeah, so we picked up. We picked up Ian. He was ten, and he spent the week at his because um, he's adopted. Yeah, I've adopted him. He's my stepson technically. Um, we picked him up from his fraternal grandmother. Right? Okay. After spending a week with her, right? We were just like, yes, please, <laughs> please take him. Okay. So we we pick him up after a week. He gets in the car. He never showered. No. Yeah. Really? How did a I week. guess it? Oh. A week. We were driving and we're like, what the hell is that? What is what is that smell? It sounds like someone is boiling diarrhea. <laughs> and we were looking around. And we had to go somewhere. We were going, I think, to a party or something like that. And we're like, we can't go. And I turn around and I'm like, confirm. And I had to ask him, when was the last time you took a shower? And he said, when, right before I left. And I said, it's been a week. You've been helping her, like, she was doing, like, renovations to the house, so she was, like, letting him help out, right? Oh, my God. So he's been, like, doing sweat labor, and he just never, well, I just didn't think about it. I said, you need someone to tell you to take a shower every day? And so now we're like, fuck, what are we going to do? And so luckily there was a shopping center right there with a Safeway, and we went in and we bought baby wipes, just tons. You like, should have brought him into the bathroom one at a time and locked the, no we locked the one seater we i've we i've done this for a, for a kid that where you just like you know what fuck it you're getting a you're getting a faucet shower <laughs> there was this we're like i think i told we're like st- put it in your hair put it on everything yeah. you're getting, i think i you're told getting... the story of the meth head mom before right Maybe I think there so. was this her. She was awful with the kids, but she never really knew how to took, take care of them as far as I'm concerned. And there was this one time her older son, he was probably 10, didn't know how to take care of himself, did not make himself take a shower. Nothing, nothing. 
No teeth brushing. No, no, no. And we were living in the low income housing, which I mean, which is pretty okay out here, but you know, the peep that's the people that live there. No, but not <laughs> us, of course. I mean. Well anyway. So he refused to shower. And I was like, that's disgusting. Why wouldn't you want to shower? And right. our other friend who was a more bully type of guy, he was like, Hey, you know, mm-hmm. you you really got in the shower, kid. You know, he was like six. He's like six three, and he talks like this. I'm being serious. And he walks over to the kid and he goes, <laughs> "You're fucking disgusting, kid." <laughs> oh my god. Well, no, but he. How were you gonna? I mean, he was of the you know of the past mind where it's like, no, you just tell a kid, you know, hey, hey, you know, you you need to stop eating donuts because you weigh four hundred pounds. You just say that to the kid, and yeah, then supposedly guy. will help. You just him. say it out loud. Yeah, yeah. Right. And he goes, "Come with me." And he takes him by the shoulder, and the and the mom, you know, method mom was like, "Oh, good, someone's gonna get him in the shower." Like, how about you, you fucking someone stealing idiot. him? Hooray! Finally. So he brings him out back, right in the yard, and he goes, "Take off your clothes." And I'm like, "Don't you think it's a little oh, drastic?" And he's like, "Nobody can see him. Nobody can see him. Take off your clothes." So. This kid starts taking off his clothes. He's like, right down to you, take them off your undies and everything. And I'm like, wait, maybe you not do, like, okay, but he's like, maybe not he, he looks at me and he goes, hey, uh, get me the shampoo and the uh, fucking uh, soap. So I go, I'm like, oh, shit. Now I got it. So I go, I'm, I'm like, kind of, but at the same time, I'm like, I wanted, he, he, when he took off his clothes, it was not, where the clothes ended were ring, dirt, mm-hmm. rings of dirt. And he was going to right. school like yeah. that. And he goes, here. Like, and so, like, in the scene in Pulp Fiction, he literally hosed him off with a yeah. hose in the backyard. I assume both of you gentlemen have been to juvie, <laughs> so you know the drill. <laughs> so you know the drill. And he hosed him off with cold water, screaming, and washed himself. Oh. Well, he had shit in his ass crack and everything, and I was just like, why oh. we couldn't have gotten him into the shower, maybe, instead? But he did get clean. He's like, here, here's a towel. After all that embarrassment, you had to show me your dick and balls and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this is where Jeff comes from, I wonder. What do you mean? From that, well, that type of Massachusetts person. He's like an amalgam of all the Mm. people. He's an amalgam of all the people I know from Massachusetts. They just, I would have hosed him off, you know? Hey, nice (laughs) to see you, fuck face. Oh, he went to the wind. See, when I was... I was ten. My mom was my mom was a single mom. She wasn't handling. She holds us down all the time. (laughs) Well, no, but I mean, we knew to take a bath, take a shower every day, brush your teeth, cook our meals. I mean, I literally took over for a lot of stuff, especially cooking dinner. You know, making sure we had lunches when we left. Oh no, really? By ten, yeah, it was a lot of stuff. It was a lot of stuff. And your your brothers are about my age, aren't they? I thought. Well, okay, so my younger brothers, Matt and Mike, they're from my dad's second marriage. Oh, okay. So they're my half brothers. I've told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have one one other younger brother. My immediate brother, brother, the the dickhead that I don't talk to anymore, he uh, he's like a year, about a year and a half younger than I am. Okay. Essentially, one grade lower. Um, (laughs) And he's he's a grade F there. Right. Okay. But I mean, it was like I knew at ten how to do my laundry, right? How to, you know, I had, we had chores. We'd straighten up around the house, you know, do stuff like that. And I would even say before ten, because I remember doing laundry by myself when I was like eight, seven or eight years old. Hmm. And I went into like because we were living in, you know, we didn't have your a mom was too busy licking clam <laughs> and letting you sure. walk in on her. And 
No, she was working. I mean, she was like working full time. She was she was just gone. We had to be latchkey kids because we really couldn't afford a sitter, mm-hmm. right? And so you know, I just learned how to do all that stuff, and it only seemed bad in hindsight when I when I was doing it as a kid. I wasn't sitting there going, "Other kids don't have to do this." I was thinking other kids did do that. That that was like no, it blew my mind when I was in fifth grade <laughs> and I spent the night over at someone else's house. That the mom cooked dinner and served everybody, and he had no chores, and his room was fucking filthy. <laughs> it was like all toys on the floor now, bang, and all of his toys were like mixed in with, you know, laundry and stuff like that. And that he had a parent that would do his laundry and cook his meals and you know make his lunch. And I mean, Jesus, I thought my life was normal. I thought, okay, all kids do this. All kids have these responsibilities. It wasn't until I got older that I realized that uh, mm-hmm. that wasn't really the case for a lot of kids. I didn't have like, to do most of that. I learned how to do it, like, after my... So, uh, 13, my mom... Or 12, my mom leaves, right? Yeah. And uh, dad had to work... You know, dad already... Dad was the moneymaker, even though my mom was a nurse, and she probably did pretty good. She mm-hmm. did pretty well. Um but my my dad was a database administrator at the beginning of the tech boom, so he he had money to mm-hmm. take care of three kids and and pay a mortgage and all that right. stuff. It wasn't a problem, but he did he was still working hourly, so he 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 was like, "Nah, I'll work sixty hours a week instead of forty, which means we had to get ourselves up, we had to get ready for school, we had to do you know come home and take care of ourselves and make dinner sometimes." And yeah, I don't ever blame my dad for how it turned out. I mean, because I mean, I I have a cool dad. It's just. You know, the the yeah. thing is, if you, those are things that, that at 13, so me, my brother and my sister are arguing about some stupid thing. Are you still there? Oh, you're not moving. <laughs> yeah, I'm there still here. Um, I'm here. Here I am. I'm it, just relaxing. Me, my brother and my sister are all arguing about something we would call him. And he's like, I'm at, I'm at work. I can't handle this. Just stop fucking fighting. And we would still continue screaming <laughs> at the top of our lungs. And arguing and and yelling and throwing shit and making messes until we all ran out of energy because, you know, whatever, undiagnosed bipolar family, Uh a deaf sister, schizophrenic brother, and another gay brother, of course, we're all... Right, but we had to take care of ourselves. I did have to learn... What I'm getting at is that I had to learn that if I wanted my laundry done, I had to do it. (laughs) If I wanted to make sure that my balls were shorn... (laughs) No. Um... (laughs) You weren't going to get your mom. Anymore. Yeah, I mean, man, doesn't every other... I thought every other boy had their ball, their mom shave their balls for them. Um, <laughs> I wish I had a mom that would shave my balls. Well, either way, I would do it. I would put, you know, I, I wasn't very good at it, but I would, like, I would do my laundry, and then once it was clean, instead of folding it, I would just throw the clean clothes into a pile. And then every sure. morning, I would pick clothes out of the pile and get dressed. And then when they were dirty, I yeah. would throw them in the dirty pile. At one at the other end of the room. And then instead of doing my homework, I would sit there and play the Nintendo 16. (laughs) I would play Mario because I didn't care about doing homework. (laughs) Nothing was interesting. We had this Uh one teacher. You've you've made me go off on a tangent. And I've been thinking about this guy for a while now. I don't know what it is. I think it's honestly the, the, the whole turning 40 thing that really has gotten into my head. I just keep thinking back to things that I didn't really think about before. We had this yeah, one teacher, yeah. and I don't care about saying his name. It was Mr. Lessie, and uh, uh, yeah. he was the science teacher. Now, the thing is, you know me okay. now. You know I love science. This guy never taught a fucking lick of science, right? <laughs> okay. So we would, what did he teach? Sit, Okay, we would sit there, and, uh, you know, he would sort of go over a little bit of the lesson plan and say, read these chapters and do this homework, and then hand it in. 
And uh, but he would go off on these tangents forever, forever. He would not stop talking uh-huh. for the entire forty-five minute class. He would grab, so he would go like this. You know, one one a girl was wearing what was I mean, what would I think it was from the company that would inevitably make Crocs, but there were only half shoes, like clogs. That's what they were. Yeah, and he clogs. said, "You probably shouldn't be wearing those." And she's like, "Well, why?" Like in the middle of class, in the middle, he just looks at her. She, why? Well, Got why? Yeah. And he's like, "He's like, well, because they're not your orthopedic shoes." And she's like, "What?" And he's like, "Legally, I can't allow you to wear those shoes in this class." And he would do this every fucking day. It didn't. What? It wasn't always shoes. It was something stupid, like somebody'd be sitting there, and they'd roll their tongue between their teeth, and and he would go, mm-hmm. "You know, people don't chew their tongue." You're not supposed to chew your tongue. And he would just go on and on and on and on. Can we get him on the podcast? Is he still alive? <clears throat> oh, no. He was 60 then. So, I mean, he could still okay. be alive. But, right? Uh-huh. He fucking... There, okay, so we found out through the grapevine that he moonlights as a police officer. He's been one for a police department near here for many years, right? Oh, shit. Police officer and okay. a teacher, so well-rounded, could never do anything wrong. He, no, his, his moonlighting was standing inside of the Lamplighter Inn on Route 20 for the strippers to protect them. <laughs> Every day you, we could, as oh soon as we god, got our cars, delicious. oh my god, this was awesome. As soon as we got our cars, we would drive by and go, ha, there's Mr. Lessie standing out there. And he was smoking, smoking cigarettes mm-hmm. and talking to the, you know, C-section scarred girls because it was that kind of place. Not, not oh. it was not high class. Not, not, I mean, but you know what I mean. Anyway, yeah. th- that was back then. So, of course, I was an awful person. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got brought to the our town police station because a report was filed against him that he because he never stopped talking never stopped talking he was always doing gibberish adhd i'm sure of it but it didn't excuse Mm. this he said so these girls were talking and they were probably around 17 and i can't remember their names um Um, but he said, you know what would be the most awful joke ever is, is we used to do this in high school. It's to put, he pulled her pocket of her shirt open, the pocket, and he goes, put an egg okay. in there. And he put his hand in her in the pocket so he could touch, he was touching no. her fucking nipple. I'm sure of it. And yeah. then he goes, and uh-huh. then go like this and squish the egg. And he grabbed her boob and squished her boob in. And then he was like, what? I was just kidding around. Dude, you wanted, He's fuck you, you wanted to. Mind. No, he was of... <laughs> His mind and just wanted to touch a tit. That's what he, he knew exactly what he was fucking doing. He knew exactly what he was doing. It was all those years of guarding the, the fucking strippers. He finally got to him. Yes, yes, yes. One of these girls is for me. I'm sure of it. Oh, well, one day they will realize it and I will be able to touch their booties with my index finger. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't think he lost his job either. Well, I mean, considering the, the time period? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, probably not. Because I've seen some teachers do some extreme fucking things that weren't okay. Like, flat out, when I was in sixth grade, there was a teacher, I can't. I wish I remember her name. Thankfully, she wasn't mine. But she would, like, slam kids' heads into the desk. Mm. She was definitely like, I remember when I used to be able to physically abuse children Mm -hmm. and she would still do it on occasion if she felt that they weren't paying attention or whatever the thing was i was lucky i had miss jacobs miss jacobs was great Uh. 
She's a great teacher. She was a little obsessed about South America, so all of her stuff had to be about South America. She'd go on vacations when she'd have her summer break and go to South America, and then we'd all have to do South America-themed shit. And it, that was fine. That was the extent of her strictness. Meanwhile, I can't even remember the name of this other teacher that my friend had. She was like a bitter, angry tyrant. And she was about the same age as Ms. Jacobs, but I distinctly remember. After class, I'd turn in a clay sculpture of some Incan thing. I'd gotten an A on it. I was going to pick it up and take mm-hmm. it home. And my friend came in and mentioned that he had to, he was delayed because of his teacher. I'll call her Miss Ferris. I, I'm Say sure her real name. Her real Who cares? Name. Oh, you don't remember? I don't know. I don't know what I can't remember. Miss Ferris. I love it. Uh, Miss, Miss Ferris made a statement. And he says, okay, I'll wait for you by the bike lockers. And I'm like, okay. And Miss Jacobs, and she would had to have been in her early 60s at this Ooh. point. I heard her say, Ferris is such a cunt. That's <laughs> the first time I had ever heard a teacher swear. Mm-hmm. Right? Ever. And I was a little giddily shocked at her saying that. And so, of course, I immediately rushed to my friend and said, You know, you have no idea what this Jacob just said. She just said, This is a cunt. And he went, What's a cunt? <laughs> he didn't know what it meant. He didn't, he'd never heard it before. <laughs> And I was like, okay, let me tell you, because I'd heard it plenty. Because I'd heard, I've heard plenty of softball playing lesbians yell that at each other. And I was like, I'm not sure what it means exactly, but I know it's an insult. Like I had no idea it meant, you know, the down there, uh-huh. <laughs> the upside down. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's weird. It's one of those. I don't even remember when I finally figured out what it actually was referring to. Probably in intermediate school. It's like a lot of the cuss words you learn, right? You learn the word first, and you don't get the meaning until after. We had... Right? You just know if... I, did I tell the story of Miss Keegan? I don't think so, but we don't have time. It's We're at 58 minutes, but... That's boy. all right. We can still talk. We can do it for an hour and a half like we used to, you butthole. I, I have to start dinner. Are you just going to start it and then come back? What are you going to do? I'm going to be gone for like a half hour. Oh, I thought you said start, as in leave it on the grill and come back. No. I've got to peel the membrane off of the shit and everything. Ew. i got to peel the foreskin off the dicks before I put it on the grill. Yeah, I have to peel the for- the rib foreskin <laughs> off before I can before I can dry rub it. <laughs> and we'll end the show with calamari. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. There. You going to say thank I you? I said goodbye? thank you. Yeah, I was just closing the thing and ending the thing. So I could... You see... Saved- Say goodbye. Thank you and goodbye, everyone. Hey, it's the Jeff Show. Look, come on now. Where's Jeff? Oh, Hi. Shit. Okay, it's no, time to everybody, stop. Everybody, <laughs> let's chew on the fried food skins. Yeah. Everybody misses me <laughs> and not you. They hate you. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. All right. All right. Three. Penis. Two, one. Mark. The Lemmy Finish Podcast is a Lemmy Listen Podcast production with Atticus Blake and Jason Harding, with music by Kevin McLeod, produced by Jason Harding. You can find more Lemmy Listen Podcasts at our website at www.letmelistenpodcasts.com. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, and iTunes. Please like and leave a review. And thank you for listening.